to the Cinema Rack, where we celebrate the greatest and worst in Hollywood films and their most self-indulgent narcissistic actors, directors, and producers. Here, we will laud and malign Hollywood's seedier elements with levity and humor. They love cinema as much as anyone does. They've been talking about it for over 30 years. Time to get trashy. Here's Gregory and May. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. And this is May. And welcome back to another episode of Cinema Rag. Today, we're going to do the inaugural episode on somebody versus somebody. And since we're both lovers of these two actors, we thought the inaugural one should be Ben Affleck versus Matt Damon. And the way it's going to work is this. One of us is going to champion one of these actors and the other one is going to champion the other one. And we're going to look not just at career, not just at talent, but we're going to look at film choices and most importantly, personal life. So the two questions that we're going to look at is essentially who would you rather be in terms of personal life, in terms of your overall legacy? Both of these gentlemen were to pass away today. Okay. Who would you rather be? I've taken the side of Matt Damon from Team America. <laughs> and May has taken Ben Affleck. So the way this is going to work is we're going to just start at the beginning of their career. So conveniently, both of them kind of got their start in the early to the 90s. Uh, Damon is a couple years older, but for all intents and purposes, we're going to look at their 90s, determine a winner, kind of like boxing has boxing has rounds. And then we're going to look at the early, we're going to look at the knots, determine who won that decade. Then we're going to look at 2011 to today, look who won that decade. And then we're going to discuss personal lives and social issues. And then we're going to determine who we think is the winner. So, May, are you ready? Okay. All right. So, I'll go first. Matt Damon. Matt Damon's 90s. I think were pretty impressive. Once he got to school ties, which I'm sure you've seen that, that Brendan Fraser vehicle, there were a lot of people auditioning mm-hmm. for this movie. And he got the job. He got the role of being the 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 bad guy he's the one who is jealous of brendan fraser's character because he takes his girl and his position as a starting quarterback and he this is his first major role and he's admitted that he thought this was going to be parlayed into something uh better and uh it it didn't really it took him some couple more years to get more roles but i think he's great in that movie and he does courage under fire where he's opposite meg ryan you get some some love in that movie. We're going to skip uh, his little cameo in Chasing Amy, which I'm sure, I'm sure we'll talk about in a second. Then he's in the Gresham movie, The Rainmaker. He gets a lot of love, and that comes out the same year as Goodwill Hunting. Now, Goodwill Hunting is a seminal work by him. He co- co-wrote that with uh, Ben Affleck, of course. And we'll talk about that in a second here. And then after that, he gets Saving Private Ryan. Then he does Rounders with our equally loved Ed Norton. Then he does Dogma and Talented Mr. Ribley. Dogma is Kevin Smith's vehicle. Talented Mr. Ribley, that's uh, Mangella's vehicle, rest in peace, the one with uh, very attractive Jude Law and uh, Gwyneth Paltrow. And then he does Legend of Bagger Vance in 2000. I think that's a pretty impressive 90s. All right, May. Tell us about Ben Affleck. Why? What, what, what's his 90s look like? Now, as we're summarizing the 90s with Matt Damon, I think Matt Damon's 90s are pretty impressive. Coming from from a slow start with 
school ties to having, I mean, I mean, it, this is a boom, boom, boom. If you look at Goodwill hunting and then you look at rounders and then you look at Ripley, I mean, these are all three well-defining terms. And if you look at his, his role in Ripley and his role in hunting, I mean, these are two iconic Matt Damon roles. Well, it's interesting that, um, yeah, and actually Ben Affleck also stars in School Ties as well. Mm-hmm. He has a supporting role. Yeah. And he's he's adequate. I think he's good in it. Um, of course, Brendan Fraser is the, the lead star in that film. Well, let's get, <laughs> let's get to his main, I mean, his, his first like significant role is Days and Confused. He plays O'Banion, the guy who's always spanking. Yeah. That's like his first kind of major role. Right. I think he's good in this as well. Dazed uh-huh. and Confused. Sure. Um, that, that's a kind of considered sort of an iconic film. of the, um, And of course, Matthew McConaughey's in that. And, yeah. And then he's also in Mall Rats. Sure. In 1995. Um, another kind of quirky, cute sort of movie film he's the bad um, guy in that he's the bad guy he's the jerk bad guy oh yeah yeah and then also uh would you include glory days in 1995 i mean not really i Have think his, his 90s heavy work would be days and confused is kind of his breakout small breakout role then he gets more but then also chasing amy is probably sure. his real uh breakout role where he plays uh, the boyfriend, I believe. Yes, have you seen Chasing uh, Amy? I have. I yeah. have. I don't have a very clear memory of it, but I think he's good in it. Oh, that's, um, that's, that's an important role for him because it showed that he had dramatic chops. Because if you look at Mallrats and Days of Confused, he kind of plays the, the, the a-hole buffoon. But this is Kevin yeah. Smith's first dig at a, at a romantic comedy, and essentially he falls in love with a lesbian and jason lee is his best friend jason lee was having his moment at this time and uh, it, yeah. it, it's 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 probably my I, to me the most endearing kevin smith movie when i was young in college i kind of liked his movies and then the older i got I just, you know they're kind of immature but i think he does a great job in chasing him and he got a lot of love for that yeah and she kind of i guess she plays someone who's bisexual right well in the I mean, film. She, She's a lesbian, and then you, and then they. She says we're not going to get together, and then, of course they fall in love, and then there's a lot of tension because all her lesbian friends turn on her, and then yeah, and they're friends, and you know. Um, I would all, I would skip to Goodwill Hunting. He's, a, he's actually very good as the friend of Matt Damon in this film, and of course he co-wrote it with him. So. Allegedly. <laughs> What was that? Allegedly. I mean, there's always been the rumor that William Goldman, the great writer and film critique, wrote this. Because if you if you watch that movie, I mean, the, the, the screenplay is so good. It's so good. And I, yeah. did a, I did a standalone episode on Movies I Love, where I talk about Good Will Hunting, because mm-hmm. you know I love that movie. And the, the, the backstory that, that that movie is pretty fascinating. Well, so, yeah, I mean, I think the- they got it. I mean, they got the Academy Awards. So, I mean, who knows? But all right, finish out his. Then 90s. he's also in Shakespeare in Love with Gwyneth Paltrow. What What's your opinion of him in that movie? 
I I think it's I don't really like the film overall. I think it's pretty overrated. Yes. Um he's all right in it. But you know, I'm not a huge fan of Gwyneth Paltrow either, so um that was the year that Saving Private Ryan was supposed to win, but but Harvey Weinstein and his Miramax machine really greased the pockets and people to get it. It's interesting okay. that you think of that movie. That's where Paltrow got her Academy Award, and Joseph Fiennes is the uh, co-lead. It's just so strange to think that he was leading that movie. Yeah, Affleck plays the kind of bombastic, uh, bombastic role pretty well in that, and we'll talk about him later because he plays essentially the same role about twenty years later. Then he uh, okay. he gets Forces of Nature with Sandra Bullock. It's a cute rom com. Then he's in Dogma, again, uh, another Kevin Smith vehicle. And then Boiler Room, which is, a, I think, a great like uh, movie about the stock market and so forth. So that that gets him to 2000. Right, then he's also in um, Armageddon, which is a major action film. Absolutely. With Bruce Willis. Okay. And so I think, and with Tyler, too. So you could tell that Ben Affleck's um, star was going up. All right, so who do, you think, who do you think got a better After 90s? Good will hunting. So who so, won the 90s? Matt Damon. Yeah, I would agree with you. I yeah. Think Matt, I think Matt Damon won, won this. this yeah, I, I definitely think he won the 90s. Look, I mean, Affleck has parts in most of these movies. He's always playing supporting role in these movies, even uh, like Armageddon where he's the hunky guy. And uh, mm -hmm. Forces of Nature is kind of his first co-lead with Bullock, but that movie didn't do that well. I think it's a cute movie, and he's he's playing yeah. some of these movies. So you look at at what Damon is doing in Ripley. I mean, that is heavy duty, heavy duty stuff in that movie. And his work in Goodwill Hunting, he's the lead in Goodwill Hunting. I you mm -hmm. you can't say I could not imagine Ben Affleck being Will Hunting in Goodwill Hunting. No, I can't at all. Even though they said that they could, they could exchange those parts easily if they wanted to. And here's my thing about here. Here's my take, and I mentioned in that standalone "Don't Good Well Hunting." Uh, Affleck's not good in that movie. I don't think he's good at all. He's got that one kind of seminal scene where he finally convinces Will Hunting when they're at the construction site. When when Will Hunting tells mm -hmm. him he's not gonna, he's gonna pass up the job, and he let Skyler leave. He let Mini Driver leave. He's got you. You got to do it. You got to do it for me. He does that all the time. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing is I go to your door, knock on the door, and you're not. I'm mean, like, yeah, like, yeah. He's not good in that movie. That's my hot take. He's not good in that movie at all. But if you look, I think Damon won the '90s. I mean, the, the they're both coming out with, with heat, with potential. So by 2000, I mean they're both just on fire. Damon is doing Ripley. He's doing Legend of Bagger Vance with Will Smith and Charlize. He's pretty much headlining movies. And at this point, I think his talent is showing more. And I don't know. I think Matt Damon is more of the intellectual man between the two. He's more cerebral. And I just, I, I could not see Affleck being well hunting. No, I can't either, even though they said that they could switch roles if they wanted to. Why can't <laughs> that, you that see seems him? kind of ridiculous. Why can't you see him as well? I can't, who's always, you know, having something to say to his therapist, Robin Williams, and having that breakthrough, that incredible psychological breakthrough that he has in Goodwill Hunting. I can't, I can't see Ben Affleck doing that scene, really. It's not your fault. At all. I know. Right, it's not your fault. <laughs> I know. 
No, the, the thing I love about that movie, and I talk about on the standalone, it's just the monologues. You know, they got such great monologues. Affleck does show off his comedic range when he impersonates Will at the NSA meeting. He's like, retainer. Yeah, that's a pretty funny mm-hmm. scene. He, I mean, I'm not, look, I'm, I'm championing Damon overall in this, but I'm not, what, what, by picking Damon, I'm not saying that Affleck doesn't have talent. What I'm saying is, ta- obviously Affleck, and we'll see when we get to the early, the, to the knots, he's leading man potential because he's got leading man looks. Damon does not have leading man looks. When he was younger, he's not bad on the eyes, but he's not handsome like Affleck. Affleck is tall and looks like Cary Grant. Well, Affleck is also, yeah, he, he's more of a leading man in terms of romance, drama, than, than Matt Damon. You hardly see Matt Damon in very many romance dramas at all. Because so. he's not believable. I don't. I don't think he's believable. I don't. Well, we'll keep going through his his uh, his filmography, but I don't. I, I think Affleck exudes more charisma. I think Affleck is sexier. I think Affleck mm-hmm. does pull off chemistry with his co-stars better. And it's interesting because I've seen them both interviewed, and Affleck is very articulate. He's very quick-minded. You can tell the dude is a smart guy. I just couldn't see him pulling where yeah. being, being will hunting. All right, so so we both agree. Nineties go to to Damon. All right, let's do two thousands, and we're just going to do the major roles for the sake of time. So Damon starts out with all the pretty horses. That's the the, the western he does with Penelope Cruz, who's always really bad in English speaking roles, but decent in Spanish speaking mm-hmm. roles. She's horrible in that. We're going to skip Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back because he's got a very small role in that. Then he starts the Oceans run. So we got Oceans 11 in 2001, and then Oceans 12 in 2013, and then Oceans 13 in 2000, I'm sorry, 2003, and then Oceans 13 in 2005. So we've talked about the Oceans movies in the Brad Pitt filmography, but we'll, we'll come back to right. that in a second. Then he's pulling that. So he's got his first franchise. And then he's like, oh, a year later, you know what? I'm going to start my next franchise, The Born Identity. So he starts right. that in 2002. And of course, I think there's four iterations of those movies. And mm-hmm. he, those movies are just blowing up, just massive movies. Then he does yeah. he does the Fairly Brothers movie, Stuck on You, where he's with Greg Kinnear and their identical twins, which is a pretty funny movie. And uh, he shows up his comedic chops which is great because as a mm-hmm. whole, he hasn't really had a, a comedic role yet. So I think he does a great job yeah. in that movie. And then, as I mentioned, 2004, he does Oceans 12 and Born Supremacy. So that's a banner year for him. Then he does The Brothers Grimm. I remember seeing this. This is with, I think, Heath Ledger, right? And they play uh, the, the uh, fairy tale writer, the Grimm's. Not that mm-hmm. movie. Then he's in The Departed which is an iconic Scorsese movie. He's uh, co-leading with DiCaprio. Right? He plays the scum guy. He's excellent. Yeah, he's excellent at that. Then he does Good Shepherd, which is Clooney's directorial yeah. debut. And he's It's about the CIA, founding of the CIA, and he's he's in there with an- opposite Angelina Jolie. Then, oh, he's like, you know what? I had two good movies in 2006, Departed, Good Shepherd. Uh, let me follow that up in 2007 with Ocean's 13 and Born Ultimatum. And then later mm-hmm. on, uh, 2009, he's in The Informant. He's got a big role there. He's in Invictus, which he gets Academy Award nomination for acting in this movie. 
which, you know, it's a good movie. Got Morgan Freeman. And he does the South African accent uh, pretty well there. And then we get over to uh, that. Well, we'll just leave it there. Those are the the uh, the knots for uh, Damon. So he's got two massive franchises and he mixes in a little comedy. But wait, okay. Affleck, Affleck's got a good decade, too. Why don't you go through Affleck? Yeah, he starts out with 2000 with Bounce, with Gwen Paltrow. Do you know um, the premise of that movie? No, not really. He, I, it just seems like an average romance drama she, or whatever. He falls in love. So it's he, she's married, and through a weird fortune of events, her husband dies on a plane that he was supposed to be on, but the husband gets on it. Mm -hmm. So he dies. And then I guess I remember him like finding out, like, I want to find the widow. And he meets her yeah. and fall in love. And then, of course, there's complications because then she finds out all that. But, you okay. know, it's, it's a not too it's memorable. An average. It's not very memorable. And then he's in Reindeer Games with Charlize Theron. Yeah. Which sexy. is your typical action film. Mm -hmm. um, Boiler Room, you had mentioned already. He's excellent in that. He plays yeah. the, the kind of cocky jerk. Boss. Remember, he walks in. He, like it's like his Alec Baldwin, Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross intro, where he does like the five minute. Yeah, walk. yeah, right. And then, uh, but then his big film is in two thousand one, Pearl Harbor. Sure, which is a major, major box office hit at the time, I believe. Michael um, Bay, my girl, yes, Michael Bay, at her peak. And then Jennifer also Jennifer Garner. Is in it, his future wife. Yeah. In that one. She's in that? She's got um, a small role? Yeah, she's got like a small role as the nurse in that one. Um, Josh Hartnett. And, Josh Hartnett retired from Hollywood soon after that. He came out and was like, Yeah, I, I can't hack it in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, right. And then he's also in uh, Changing Lanes in 2002. Mm hmm. With uh, Samuel L. Jackson. So he's, sure. yeah, I mean, that's a, a decent thriller, I think, actually, yeah, no, <laughs> that he was in. He's movie. also in The Sum of All Fears with uh, Morgan Freeman, which is another decent thriller. Um, that was his one time being Jack Ryan, because I think... I think they because they rebooted that later with Chris Pine, Blue Eyed Chris Pine. But I remember that movie being oh, right. pretty good. And right. they remember they blow up, they they nuke Washington D.C. in that movie. And Freeman, yeah. yeah, that's true. That that's very uh, visual feast right there. Um, but as far as 2003, his big superhero role was Daredevil, Geely, in 2003 with the. Uh, J -Ho. Jennifer Lopez, J Lo, his other uh, ex fiance, I guess at this point. But no, 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 um, no, no. I did, well, we'll talk about personal life later. No, this is when they started dating. He, yeah, he this was a Jennifer real flop after, after the engagement was called off. It was called a comedy crime romance. So it's a horrible movie. Yeah, it's a horrible. I, I heard it was horrible too, and I think I did see parts of it actually. Um, he's in 2003 Paycheck, and then 2004 he plays a very sensitive character, the father in Jersey Girl. Yeah, J Lo's got a little cameo in that. She plays the mother of of the daughter, and she dies. And this is another Kevin Smith movie, but this one did not do well at all. 
No, but it's actually a kind of a, I think it's a fairly touching film. Um, he plays a part in Electra in 2005, Feast in 2005, Man About Town in 2006. Bomb. Surviving Christmas. Right. Bomb. Uh, Clerks 2 with Kevin Smith, I believe. Oh, that's a cameo. That's he's not just the gawking guy. Yeah. And then he's in Hollywood Land in 2006, which is actually a pretty major film for him. And then we go on to Smoke and Aces yeah. in 2006. Gone Baby Gone 2007 is a huge success for him, critically. He directs that. Um, that's his first Yeah, he actually directs and writes this film. And, um, yeah, it's based on, the, uh, I'm not sure if it's necessarily true events, but three girls, three little girls in Boston, I guess. Uh, does it have to do with their murders, I believe? Did you see this one, Gregory? I did not see this movie. I know Casey Affleck's in it, and he's got the lead. And, and this was uh, yeah. Affleck's first directorial thing. And he, and he got good good heat from it, and from that, he was able to parlay that into probably... You know his best, right. his two best directorial movies. But don't forget, right. he's and just so, not into you. You know, don't forget that movie. Yeah, I'm not into that comedy. Believe me. Um, and then there's State of Play with uh, Russell Crowe, yeah, which is considered a, a good movie actually. But then his major movie um, would be The Town. Yes, which he. Which he, I believe he actually writes and directs this film, doesn't yeah. he? And that ends the and decade. So, that ends the decade. Now, do do you have a take on the town? Yeah, I think it's an excellent film. Um, Re Rebecca Hall. Shout out to Rebecca Hall. I love Rebecca Hall. Bank teller, I guess. Yeah, the bank teller who um, falls in love with Doug, who, who's played by Ben Affleck, yeah. and he this tries is, to I mean, protect her. People think so. Renner Renner steals this movie, but Renner's great. Uh, Affleck kind of plays the straight man. He he can't really show a lot of range in this, but he's very good mm -hmm. in this. Rebecca yeah. Hall in it. You know who's not good in this? I'll tell I'll tell you two people who are horrible in this movie: John Hamm and my girl Blake Lively. Blake Lively is <laughs> terrific in this movie. Just her trying to pull off the accent and all that. God bless her. Yeah. But the movie's great, and it's a great way for him to end the the knots. Now, who do you think won this decade? I I give it to Ben Affleck. Why? Because of Gone Baby Gone, and The Town, and just the fact that he tries to jump into a superhero role that doesn't necessarily work out with yeah. Daredevil. Yeah. He shows his sensitivity and and Jersey Girl, yeah. And he's really and he's really becoming a romance a romantic lead. So I don't know. I think he's showing more range actually with all the action films too, like with uh, some of all fears and Changing Lanes and all of that. So well, he, and he's Pearl Harbor too. Pearl so Harbor he's getting was the plum rolls. He's getting the plum rolls actually. He is a leading man. He's handsome. He's getting movies like Some of All Fears and Pearl Harbor. My retort would be that the movies that he he was a lead in as a whole were considered to be bombs. So Pearl Harbor is the follow-up to Armageddon. That was considered to be a bomb. And, you know, I love 
Kate Beckinsale. I love her to death. She's gorgeous in this movie. Kind of a bomb. Uh, you look at some of all fears. It was so bad they never brought him back, and they brought Chris Pine. You look at Daredevil. Mm -hmm. It was a flop. People probably remember our boy. I mean, this, this is Colin Farrell. I mean, this, like, Colin Farrell's like in seven movies in one year and, and around this time. He's in that. Geely's a bomb. Jersey Girl's a bomb. Hollywood Land doesn't make money. I mean, I understand what you're saying about the range, but I would I would argue that you take away the town, the knots were not a good time for him in terms of his career. And then if you juxtapose that with Damon, Damon is in two massive franchises. One of them, he leads on his own. The Bourne movies is just him. You know, you could say the Oceans movies are good because of Soderbergh and Clooney. But in each movie, each of those movies, he gets a bigger, bigger role. Ocean's 13, I mean, he's essentially has a bigger role than, than Brad Pitt and Rusty. But it's hard. It's yeah, hard but I, to, I, it's hard to deny. I still think Affleck. Go ahead. Affleck is getting the plum roles. He's getting Pearl Harbor, which is a military uh, past of the military past. He's getting that kind of role. He's, he's getting state of play. He's getting daredevil, which, you know, whatever. Hey, it didn't do that. Great. Hey, they all still, and they he's all getting tanked. the town. They all so. The town's great. He directed it. He had to do it on his own and he's good in that movie. But my, yeah. my argument is, look, Damon had two massive franchises in that. Okay, whatever. So let's just yeah, move on. Look, to... I mean, look, look, he had two massive franchises. Then he shows off his comedy on Stuck on You, which was a pretty good success for a comedy. And then he is the lead, along with DiCaprio, in The Departed, which is, I mean, universal yeah, top ten movies of the last year. So okay, I think I think yeah, you reminded me of The Departed. So I'll give the edge to, I'll give the edge. To Damon, just because of not of the oceans movies, but because of the departed and because of um what was that one other film? The porn movies. He headlined, he headlined all the porn movies, yes, that franchise. I'll give him that. So I give him the edge on that. But I like Ben Affleck's creativity, I like his direction, his writing, everything. Sure. His, you know, full sure. Hollywood machine right there. So, yeah. we'll, we'll talk about we'll talk about that at the end because we we got about 10 minutes left. All right, I agree. I think Damon wins the, the notch. Now let's get to 2011. Damon starts out with uh, I mean, I guess the first major movie he does is the adjustment bureau with the girl we both think is overrated, but you think she's more overrated, Emily Blunt. Then he's yeah, in Contagion. Then he's in Contagion 2011. That's more of an ensemble. So I love I love Contagion because it Gwyneth Paltrow dies in that movie. I just can't stand Gwyneth Paltrow. Yeah. And then he's in a total stink. Well, he bought a zoo with ScarJo. That that movie is his first like legit bomb. That movie mm -hmm. is horrible, absolutely horrible. Then he does Behind mm -hmm. the Candelabra, the uh, Liberace uh, movie that was on HBO. He gets an Emmy nomination. For that, wow! What he got for okay. this, he got an Oscar nomination for Invictus. Then he's in Elysium. Elysium, he's the lead on that. That's like that sci-fi dystopian where all the poor people live on the earth and all the rich people live in this this thing that hovers over the earth. Right, right. I do that remember movie, that. That movie did well. Then he's in Monuments mm -hmm. Man. That's the Clooney movie where they're raiding. They're they're trying to recover art that was stolen by the Nazis in World War II. As a whole, that movie didn't do well, but I don't think most people think that's because of 
Damon, that's more of a Clooney thing. Then he's in Interstellar. Nolan, you know, I'm, eh, Nolan, but, you know, good movie. Yeah, he has a cameo in Interstellar. Yeah. So yeah. we won't really count that. Then he's in The Martian. The Martian, he gets an Academy Award nomination for that. You know, universally regarded, good role. Um, yeah, I, I don't think he's anything special in that movie, but we'll, we'll get to my critiques. Like, I'm championing Damon, but at the end, we'll get to my critiques on Damon. Then he comes back and does Jason Bourne. We talked about in uh, the Tom Cruise part, how uh, this was the second franchise stolen from Jeremy Renner. Renner. He was supposed to take over Tom Cruise oh. in the mission movie. Right. He was supposed to take over the board. And Damon comes back. He's like, yeah, no, I'm going to keep this. And literally, he says like maybe 12 words in this entire movie. Right. Barely right. told. Then he's in Downsizing and The Great Wall. These were total stinkers. The Great Wall is kind of like his version of the last samurai Tom Cruise's movie where he goes and sort of yeah. he goes to China. He's in a white man's burden, saves the Asians. Doesn't do that well in that movie. Then we'll, we'll, we'll skip dead man too. Cause he's not really then he gets the Ford versus Ferrari. Which okay, so, and that, that movie was pretty successful. Yes. Very good on it. And then he gets to yeah. Stillwater, which is the movie that takes place on an oil rigger, kind of a, 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 Kind of like a, a small budget movie that was decent. Then he reunites with our boy Affleck in the Last mm -hmm. Duel. He plays the lead character in the Last Duel, and we'll talk about Affleck in the Last Duel. And then he's in Lord, Thor: Love and Thunder, but we'll kind of skip that because that's not a big role. And he's going to be in Oppenheimer, which is uh, um, what's his, the director who I just mentioned? The director who did um. Uh, the director who did uh, Interstellar. Oh, that would be Christopher Nolan. Yeah, Nolan. Nolan's movie that's coming up this year, Oppenheimer. He's got a big role in that. So that's his movies up to this point. All right. What about what about your boy? Well, I think he's incredible in 2012 with Argo because he wins Best Picture for that film. Sure. It is based on the. Iran hostage yeah. crisis yeah. and the six diplomats who were staying in the... Yes. Just so you know, Canadian man, we got, we got eight minutes, so we need to run through these pretty fast. Okay, yeah. well, they stay in the Canadian embassy and then they somehow, the CIA agent, he plays as Tony yeah. Min. Yeah, he's he's good. I think most people have seen Argo. Argo's a great movie and he wins the Academy. Right, Los next? Angeles casting crew or, you know, that kind of thing of production crew for a film and they pretend like they're playing a, a filming a sci-fi film so but anyways yeah it's a great film and right, let's, let's he, he wrote it too so well, no, no doubt it's, um, it's, a, it's, a, it's a great success let's get to gone girl okay gone girl is a great great mystery suspense film thriller it's awesome he's, he does an awesome it. job playing the the husband who's yeah. trapped by rose hike Yep, she's great. He's great in that. All right, what's next? But then also he's into the wonder of Terrence Malick film in 2012, which is wonderful as well. Um, and Gone Girl with 2014. He's also in The Runner in 2015 with Nicolas Cage. He's, but his big, big role is the superhero role of Batman. Yeah. In 2016, Batman versus Superman. The way back, he's in this uh, 
basketball drama. He's good in that. He was supposed to get an Academy Award nomination. I, I, he's he's. This is during his time where he and Garner are breaking up because of his alcoholism, and she actually drove him mm-hmm. to rehab. So he's tapping yeah. into a lot of personal life stuff there. It's a pretty good role. It's a pretty good role. Um, the 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 DC stuff. I mean, honestly, we can just skip. We get the last duel. Yeah, I think he's awesome as Batman. He's a good Batman, though. He plays I will defer to you because, Batman. as people know, I don't watch comic book movies. All so if you say he's yeah. Good. And last he's duel in with Anna de, de Armes. Well, well let, let's um, hit the last, let's get the last duel. So last duel, he's essentially playing the character in, in Shakespeare in Love. Uh, Damon is the kind of the, the main lead, and his wife is raped allegedly by our boy Kylo Ren. And uh, Affleck plays like the the the, the corrupt guy who kind of works with uh, Driver to kind of cover it up. It's it's a supporting role, but he's good in it. But it's essentially he's a Shakespeare in love character. Tenderbar is all right. That's a Clooney directed movie. He's decent in it. Okay, so who wins? Well. Deep Water is was uh, I have not seen that's Adrian Lyne, director of Unfaithful and Fatal Attraction, and that was with his girlfriend, uh, former mm-hmm. girlfriend, Anna DeArmas, and he's got upcoming, just the Flash. Well, the big movie he's doing <laughs> is Air Jordan, where he's playing Phil Knight, the the uh, founder of Stuff. Yeah. and he's he's getting a lot of love for that. He's getting a lot of love. They're saying it's a pretty good movie. Who do I think wins this decade? Uh, this, uh, I mean, look, Damon, it's hard for him to get better than he was in the knots with three massive franchises. Elysium was kind of a bomb. The Martian is, is was very successful. But you take away the Martian, the Great Wall was a stinker. Downsizing is a stinker. Ford yeah, versus Ferrari. Uh, and good I mean, I would say... Really- Ford versus Ferrari is only really truly good role. I would say that I'll, I'll give this to Affleck. I'll give this. To yeah. Affleck. All right. Just so you know, we got two really minutes. Yeah, we got two minutes. Oh. So overall, oh, I think Damon okay. wins because of the two decades. Now, personal life, because again, this is all about who would we want to be. It's whose legacy we want and who do we want to be. In terms of Damon, Damon and Affleck are night and day, right? He's had the same wife, Luciana, for a long time. She was a single mom. He adopted her, and they've had three kids. And they live a very quiet public life. They spend a lot of their time in Australia. And we know Affleck was with Paltrow. Then Affleck was with J-Lo. Then Affleck was Mm -hmm. with Garner. And then Affleck now is back with with J-Lo. And he likes to be in the news. So say what you want there. He does really love her a lot. Well, so. I, I don't. I don't think that marriage is going to last. I mean, I mentioned in the episode I did on marriages. I don't think they're going to last. Affleck's big thing is though he's he's an alcoholic. You know, he's a gambling addict and an alcoholic. And for these reasons, mm-hmm. we have a minute twenty left. I'll give you your take. Your, your last take here. I I think Damon is plays a more narrow role. He doesn't like to take chances as much. I respect Affleck because he does take chances and he does a try a variety of roles. And I think. That Damon does more with less, and Affleck does less with more. Affleck has got the natural handsomeness and the charisma, but he should have a better career. That being said, he does have two Oscars, and uh, you know Damon only has one. But overall, okay. if I did choose to be one of them. I choose to be Matt Damon because I wouldn't be an alcoholic, and I have a more stable <laughs> love life and stable life. All right, you got thirty seconds. What's your take? 
Okay, I think Damon is has more natural acting talent ability than uh, Ben Affleck, but Ben Affleck has acting, writing, and direction. Yeah. As far as his abilities, I I like his his breadth of work better than Damon's. I I, I really respect his roles. So and who would you rather be? Movies. I would rather be Affleck. And I know he, he's battled. He's battled the addiction. But I, hopefully he'll be better All right. and happy with Jayla. And I actually think Tom Cruise is the best movie star of all time. All right. Not the best. And we got to finish it there. Thanks for listening to The Cinema Rag. Please post an honest review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcast. Check out the episode notes to visit our website and to make a donation. Lastly, follow the rag today. Until next time.